thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Primal Alternative Podcast, featuring actionable tips from real people with real stories about real food. This show is presented by Primal Health Coach Helen Marshall, who empowers other paleo-loving, thermomix-owning mums to start a sustainable, faff-free business of their own with the Primalista License. The Primalista License brings primal alternatives to the foods we love to our communities, making primal living more doable with less falling off the wagon. The Primalista License is available at www.primalalternative.com. And now, introducing your host, Helen Marshall. Weight loss resistance. Who has got that? Who's even heard of weight loss resistance? I know I hadn't until I heard Karen Martell, who's a transformational nutritionist, talk to the fantabulous Elrus, who's just one of my oh, just mentors in life and teachers and saviors. And she interviewed Karen on the Primal Blueprint podcast, which is one I highly recommend you subscribe to because it's just so good. That's the um, podcast associated with Mark Sisson and Mark's Daily Apple. I'm I'm Primal Health Coach with Mark Sisson and um, love the Primal Blueprint, love Elle and love Karen, who I'm just totally in love with because I've just met her and she's so cool. Um, So you go to karenmartel.com and there's a quiz called Why the Weight and you can ditch the diet and find out the real reason you're not losing weight. So if you have been on a paleo primal or even keto diet and you can't budge the weight, those kilos are still sticking there, particularly around the middle, then this is the show for you. So I, oh, oh, and might have, I do a little reader's question in this one, asking for a friend uh, where I reveal my current um yeah my current health issues to be honest around why i've got weight loss resistance which i thought you might be interested here as well so karen is a coach that helps women break through weight loss resistance and find their personal weight loss code and she does that through diet hormone health digestion and stress management you can work one-on-one with karen uh which is a link to uh, how to book in on a website And she also has a really cool uh, membership program called On Track, with which you get weekly meal plans and shopping lists. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I've got major decision fatigue around what to cook, if I'm cooking the right kind of things, putting it all into a shopping list, trying to come up with something new every bloody week. Are you there? Because like I'm there. I actually want someone to come around to my house with food (laughs) already cooked, but weekly meal plans and shopping lists is awesome. Um, With the OnTrack program, you also get online group coaching, fun and motivational mini challenges, guest speakers, maybe I might be one in the future if I'm I'm lucky, and um, also a private support group, which is so cool. And it's such a ridiculously um, affordable price, so you can get started from $12.50 US a month, which is pretty cool. So Karen's going to talk us through the four steps of how to lose weight and regain your health. And it isn't all about reducing calories and increasing exercise, which is such a relief, kind of hard to get your head around because it's so 
anti-conventional wisdom, everything we've been told all our lives. Um, but the keys to beating waste loss resistance include balancing your hormones, healing your gut, optimizing your diet, and de-stressing your life. And we're going to talk about all of those things and more in this episode. You're going to love Karen. She is so freaking real and fresh and authentic. And she tells us about her partying hard and dieting 20s and all of the things that you're spiraled on from there. And I'm sure you're going to fully relate to symptoms such as, you know, well, she tried every diet going basically. And um, as things went on, she was getting weight, she was feeling bloated, tired, she had blood sugar issues, migraines, hideous PMS, got hangry all the time. And she talks us through her story of how she managed to clean up all of that mess and regain her health and how she's then gone on to help other women do the same. So super, super exciting. Definitely check out Karen Martell. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-R-T-E-L.com. She's got an awesome website with recipes on there and podcast episodes and blog posts. And yep, she is one cool sister. So let's get into the show with Karen. But before we do, I'd love to tell you about my grain-free food range, Primal Alternative. I'm a primal health coach, as I mentioned earlier. And I heard from my clients that they were just finding it so hard to cook everything from scratch and it was really hard to get anything to eat on the run. When you're eating plants and animals, you generally have to peel stuff, chop stuff, cook stuff, you know, it's a bit hard. So I offered to cook for my clients and created a range of low-risk foods that I could bake from home so I could be there for my family. And the range now includes breads, pizza bases, pastries, jellies and cookies um, so there's something there, I reckon, for every single thing that you feel deprived about when you swap to a primal lifestyle. So, you know, maybe if you miss pies, well, you can have a pie now. You can have sausage rolls now. You know, if you miss hot, spicy toast with loads of butter and honey on, try the fruit toast. If you want to have a cookie uh, with your cup of tea, try one of our chocolate chip cookies. There's everything in that range for that suits somebody from like the fussy kid, the dubious partner who thinks you're a bit crazy with this diet that you're on. And um, yeah, there's something in there as well for our diehard keto heads. So we've got the, uh, the jellies, which are a really awesome low-carb uh, snack, the fat and seedy bread that's just got one gram of carbohydrates per slice and the fat and seedy pizza bases, which have got four grams of carbohydrates per base, which is rather incredible. So as you can imagine, this range was a hit in my local town, and I knew I had to help more people by bringing this range to the whole of Australia, which is where I'm from, even though I have an English accent. If you're listening in Canada, you'll be like, who is this woman? Where is she from? That's where I'm from. But I didn't like the idea of factories because, well, don't know, just doesn't light me up. There's something about having something homemade with love. I don't know. We can't measure that scientifically yet, but I think we will do one day. And um, I want to, to move away from processed food in a factory. 
So I want something homemade with love. And anyway, I didn't have any money to set up a factory because I was, you know, we were one income family with young kids. So what I did was I franchised my successful baking business so that other mums with a passion for primal who love to bake and have got that drive to want to help other people and start their own business, it meant that they could have a business, do it from home, be there for their family and make a difference in their community too. The primal alternative producers are called primalistas. And at the time of recording, which is actually in August, so this is a little bit a while ago, 56 women have said yes to this opportunity, uh, which is so cool, so cool. We've been... I've had my um, brand franchise since Boxing Day 2016, so in the first two years of the business, and it's going so well. Love it, love it, love it. We've created a national network of local producers, think sisterhood. So all these women, they're doing their own business, they're working on their own in the kitchen, but they know they've got the backing of a national brand and the support of the Primalista Sisters for sharing their shitty days when things don't turn out right in the kitchen and sharing their shine. So when they get a new stockist or they get some awesome feedback on how these products have changed someone's life, then they have got someone to, yeah, celebrate success with. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. So if you're tuning in for the first time and this is the first time you're hearing about Primal Alternative, then Thank you for being here and finding me. I'm so glad our paths have crossed. I am always on the lookout for new Primalistas. Uh, There's so much potential of farmers markets, health food shops, cafes, grocers, so many places in Australia that we could put these products into. And so I'm always looking for new Primalistas. So if you want to check out the whole range, we deliver to we deliver online. We have an online shop that delivers to Australia. So check out primalalternative.com for everything from the range to the franchise opportunity to how you can coach with me, how you can check out for the podcast, blog posts. That's the place to go. All right. How exciting. Oh, I love talking to women like Karen, love collaborating with women like Karen and bringing this message to you that weight loss resistance is a thing. If you are trying hard to lose weight and it's not budging, and I put my hand up here, that's me. I've got seven kilos of undesired fat that I've put on over the last couple of years. That's 14 pounds for our American and Canada Canadian audience. And with the tips that Karen's given me and some hopefully thyroid medication from the doctor, I am going to be fighting fit again, and I can't wait to share that story with you when I'm on the other side. So stay tuned to see how we go. And I hope that you find some pearls of wisdom in this episode to help you on your health journey. All right. I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Karen. So thank you for for being here. Yay. Thanks, Helen. This is like a nighttime. Helen's over in Australia. I'm in Canada. So we're here at She's in the morning. I'm at eight o'clock at night. So, you know, I'm kind of cozying up, ready for bedtime. (laughs) My day was done. (laughs) So I'm excited to be here to share my evening with you and your listeners. It's great. Awesome. I'm wrapped that you're here. It's a, yeah, you're right. It's like a little mini back to the future because we're on Wednesday. You're still on Tuesday. 
Yeah. Amazing. Still on Tuesday. It's, no, it's so strange. I love, I love technology. It's so, so good for that. Now, I heard about you uh, through the fantabulous Elros um, and all of these. Yes, my good friend. Yeah. And, yeah, she's, she's amazing. I'm so glad that she's, um, you know, brought you into my world and put us in touch like this. Um, but before we dive into your story and all the amazing things that you're doing in the world, Let's start with what you had for breakfast, and that was a while ago. Can you remember? Yes, it was. I can barely remember. This morning was a bit rushed, so I, <laughs> I actually had a leftover hamburger patty that my husband made for dinner last night, and I basically just ate that. I was, I was running out the door, and it was also my lunch. So I had one for breakfast, and I had one for lunch today because it was a bit of a rush day today. But it was good. It was yeah, it was really good. good hamburger. And great to have yeah, those. I'm one of those, like, I can do anything for breakfast. I can have leftover. I just, breakfast is like dinner to me. It doesn't really matter. doesn't phase you. No, it's good. And it's yeah. great to have things like that, like the, when, you, when you're making burger patties or meatballs or anything, just to make that a little bit extra so you can just grab that breakfast yes. or a lunch on the run and even crack a fried egg on top of it and call it breakfast. Yes, delicious. Yes. <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> Karen, take us back. Tell us your story um, about how you got to do what you're doing in the world today. Yeah, you bet. So I, I feel like my story kind of starts in a few different places, but you know, looking back, you know, and my in my teens, I would say it would probably definitely hit when I hit teenager you know, teens, as I think many women feel that way. But I was put on birth control at a young age. And my weight went way up within a year, I gained about 20 pounds. And from there, it was like, I couldn't get off that roller coaster of dieting, well into my 30s, actually, into my early 30s. So looking back, I was never like super weight. I think 20 pounds was the most I ever went over, but it was definitely the start of a really unhealthy relationship with my body. I went through, you know, the phase of bulimia in high school into my twenties. I was, um, an alcoholic. I was, I did a lot of drugs and partied and just was not treating my body with any respect at all. And was very disconnected from it. And it was starting to show, like, you know, like I said, the yo-yo dieting was happening. I would, I would gain weight. I would lose weight. I was constantly doing that. And I finally got into my early 30s, and I had my daughter, which was my first kid. And, I, you know, I gained a bunch of weight during my pregnancy, but I lost it all within the year after. And then what started to happen was I started to just gain gain, gain. And it was really strange because I had quit drinking. I had quit, you know, that whole lifestyle. And I was probably what I thought was eating super healthy. I was working out all the time. I started doing, you know, more work. You know, I, start, I hired a personal trainer. I tried every diet <laughs> under the sun. I was vegan, vegetarian. I went raw for a while. I was juicing. I did Adkins. You know, and then I was calorie counting. I was doing all these things that I was supposed to be doing. I think this is a, a, you know, a familiar story to many women probably that are following you that had, you know, that went through that phase of going through every single diet that was out there. And so I kept gaining weight 
And I finally was like, okay, what is going on? And I went to my naturopath and I remember this was, you know, so this was quite some time ago when keto or paleo was nowhere to be heard of, at least in my area. And he was like, you know, I just came back from this anti-aging workshop. Why don't you try the ketogenic diet? That's what they were all talking about down there. I'm like, the ketogenic diet. <laughs> so off I went, Googled it, and actually it led me on to Mark's Daily Apple, and I discovered Primal Blueprint. And I went out and bought the book. Like I, I think I actually bought it that day. <laughs> I marched over to the bookstore, and I started, like right off the bat, I started. And I loved it. It was like, oh my God, I found the perfect diet for me. And, you know, I was not only gaining weight before, but I was also having a lot of blood sugar issues. <clears throat> I was um, super tired. I was bloated all the time. I was uh, just felt really unwell. I had chronic migraines, PMS really badly. And so when I went primal, I definitely felt like a lot of those things got so much better so fast, like the bloating, the blood sugar finally stabilized. I used to like pack little snacks with me everywhere I went because I would be so afraid of running out of food that my blood sugar would drop and I'd be getting the hangry, you know? So all these things started to feel better. I was like, oh my gosh, I found the perfect diet and I lost zero pounds, zero and I was like, uh, yeah, and I was 100%. Like, I did not cheat. I never had food addictions. I never had um, emotional eating issues. So it was really easy for me to do that. And I got nothing, no weight loss. And it was so frustrating. And I was like, hey, what is going on? And I, so I started to just dig. And I'm a researcher by nature. So I just started to, like, dig and dig and dig. And... I decided to get my hormones checked, which were totally out of balance. I had super high estrogen. My cortisol was super low, which I had never considered myself even a stressed out person. So to see it was like, what? You know, and looking back now, I'm like, okay, I was a single mom, you know, running my own business at the time. I was a body worker, which was very taxing on my own body and just doing what everybody else was doing and not thinking that it was affecting me. And it was having a huge toll on my body. And I had to deal with the emotional stuff from, you know, disrespecting my body for so long. And I had to, you know, I got a therapist. I did some energy healing. You know, I had to fix the gut problems that I had. I, I figured out I had a parasite. So I had all these, like, all these factors that were playing a huge toll on the fact that I couldn't lose weight. And coming out of it all, so it took a couple of years for me to kind of heal the system and for the, my body to start finally losing weight. And, you know, looking back on it now, I, I just think, oh my gosh, like had someone told me at a much younger age what was going on, it would have made things so much easier and would have been so much less harm on my body. But nobody did. All I, could, all I got anywhere was eat less, work out more. And that's what kind of brought me to what I, I decided I had to do. I mean, I hate dieting. I never thought I would be in the industry of weight loss. But knowing what I know now, it's like, how could I not tell other women about it and spread the word? 
you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what I think? Uh, yeah, like I'm you know, anti the diet industry as well. But really, what you're doing, Karen, is the opposite of the diet um, culture, isn't it? You know, it's to say like that doesn't work. Yeah. Like counting the calories and doing all the right things, um, exercising at the gym, all of those things count for shit if you're not if you haven't got all of the other things happening in your life. So I guess like the story that you've told, I'm like nodding along. Like everything about it is is like you could have just told my story, um, and I love your honesty, you know, about partying in, in your twenties and all that kind of thing. Because you know, I think a lot of us pretend now that we're all mums and we're like sensible, kind of pretend yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen. But the reality is, it, we did, uh, and you know, we yeah. partied hard. I remember, and then we didn't really eat the right foods then either. There was a lot of calorie restriction and filling up on diet cooks and stuff like that to get you through the day. You know, oh, like yeah. We, filling up yeah. on water and all of these things that you know we've all we've all been there and, and done that um but I guess like for, for the women that are sitting here listening to you going oh my god that's me like what can we do like where do we start I know and it's and I always feel like oh my gosh I'm probably so overwhelming when women hear this because we still want to hear that it could be as easy as just count your calories and work out more we don't want to hear that we have to actually put in some time, you know, possibly a year or whatever time frame it is. But nobody wants to hear that nowadays. We want quick fix. We want the 21 day, oh my God, my whole body's going to transform. <laughs> but if you've been doing that and it's not working, then it's really time to look beyond food. And food for sure has to be a part of it. And it's going to look different for everybody. Even if you're following a paleo, ketogenic, or some sort of ancestral diet, autoimmune paleo, if you're following those, but you're not feeling good, you're not losing weight, you can certainly look at your diet. Because for some people, they need less carbohydrates. For some people, they need more. And keto being kind of all the rage right now, what I'm seeing a lot of is women starting these keto diets and gaining weight from it and going like, what's going on? Like, I've got it, you know, everybody's losing like 50 pounds in a month. And I had a lady today, she's like, I, my husband lost 25 pounds and I gained 20 pounds from switching to keto. And I'm like, yeah, but she had horrible thyroid problems. She had horrible adrenal system. Like her body just wasn't built for the keto. I said, maybe, you know, once we heal all that and get you optimized, maybe then you could do a ketogenic diet. So first you can for sure look at your diet and, and, are you thriving on the foods that you're eating? Maybe you do need to try lower carbohydrate. Maybe you need to try higher. Maybe you need to carb cycle. There's different variations of what a keto or paleo diet can look like. Some people need to be autoimmune paleo in order for their body to let go of the weight because it brings down the inflammation. So always for sure, look, for, look to, to your diet. Second, 90%, 95% of weight loss resistance is hormonal. So we're living in this, you know, and you know this, I think we all know this now. Um, we're living in a high stress life and we're getting bombarded by many stressors, not just the fact that we're, we as women are not only caretaking the home right now, we're still you know, the main caretakers of the home right now, the main, you know, cooks, we are the main caretakers of the children still, and we're still working a full-time job on top of all of that. So we not only have that, but we also have the, you know, the, just the environmental stressors, whether it's from your food, from the artificial lighting, 
this is horrible, by the way, what we're doing right now. <laughs> oh, for Canada, anyway. Go for you. Going. I've got like my bright light on me, <laughs> like the artificial lighting. <laughs> Dark outside. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> um, those are all stressors to your body, which I would say that cortisol is probably the biggest stressor to the to weight loss was like the biggest con contributor to weight loss resistance that I see in my practice because it can affect your thyroid it can affect every single hormonal system in the body and when we're stressed out where does your body want to keep the weight in the middle if you could see my my whole body you would see that I pack all my weight in the middle <laughs> so I have to practice what I preach because I do tend to go down the stress pathway pretty easily because it's addicting. We like the go, go, go. When your brain's used to that high pace, you actually get very addicted to it. So to tell your body to slow down or to start meditating or doing yoga can be a little bit irritating for mm. <laughs> when you're first starting. Yeah. I don't know. Do you find that Helen? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. I do. Um, and I think that, um, I think the cortisol one's a bit confusing and, and what I'd like to do is to, if you could give us an idea, um, about why cortisol, you know, makes us stop losing weight. That would that would be a really good one um, to to go into. But I think the yeah, when we're 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 all sort of like we're not all type A people, but it's a very fast go 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 world, you know. And I think that um, it's it's really exciting to be a woman in, in the world today because you can go out and start a business doing whatever you want to do, and we've we've got this passion. We can actually nothing's holding us back anymore we, we've been we're liberated we can do what we want to mm -hmm. do which is so exciting but like you say we've also got all of the other responsibilities still you know that we've got to still got to do so we've got all of this that you know like, I, like when I think back to my grandma like her whole job and she was stressed out busy all the time was just raising three children and feeding them and cleaning the house and getting the shopping like that was that was it and when I said to her you know like I'm going to go to university I'm going to um you know do that amazing have a great career she was like what do you want to do that for why don't you just want to have children like the, the things have changed so much in, in just a hundred years you know like but what I find oh my gosh yeah. so so much like we didn't even have electricity like a hundred years ago like and you know it's just yeah. think about how far we've come and how fast things have changed but I find as a woman that it's almost stressful to stop to hold yourself back from sharing your unique expression with the world do you know what I mean it's like you think oh, I need to calm down I need to slow it's almost like you get stressed about trying not to get too stressed so for me like oh, yeah you know what I mean but for, so for me I find that um having little things throughout the day that help to slow you down whether it's like just a half an hour meditation or it's a walk in nature or it's just some screen off time or you know rock salt lamps or whatever on an evening as opposed to the bright light that you're found like those little things means you can like I find it means you can kind of like still have it all and still kind of have those little moments but once as soon as those little pockets go then it's just pure overwhelm and stress and you actually become less productive yeah. and it's not it's a vicious cycle isn't it it's not pretty it is. And I, I'm with you on that. Like, I think we do need to have those times and I make sure that I have that for myself and my day. But what I'm seeing women do right now is we're, we're martyrs, mm -hmm. unfortunately. And we, we don't say no, we just take it on. We think that nobody can do it but us. 
you know, like my husband will be like, I'm going out golfing for five hours. I'll see you later. Like no problem. And out he goes. And I'm like, I got to get myself a hobby that takes up five hours of my time. What could I go do? But most women wouldn't. Most women would be like, so they feel so guilt ridden to go out and take that time for themselves or they don't even know what to do with themselves if they do have that kind of time. It's like, okay, well, I guess I better clean my house and do the laundry if I have an hour to myself. Mm. So women need to realize that they're no less of a person, no less of a woman for taking time out for herself and, and taking it. You know, we never take it. We just go, go, go. And I mean, this isn't everybody, but I'm just seeing this as a very common theme right now in today's society for women, including myself. I have to remind myself all the time to take that time and to relax, just like you said, right? Mm, yeah. Otherwise, you, you can't show up as the best version of you. You're just going to turn, turn up as yeah. like the best that version of you. You're going to be a shouty wife and a, um, you know, miserable mother. And, you know, what? that's no great contribution to the world at all, you know? Um, yeah, so I always me. tell women that, oh, sorry. You go, you go Karen. <laughs> I was going to say, I always tell women because they stress, the stress thing is always the hardest thing for them to wrap their head around. They want something more like eat this, eat that. And so what I always say is if I, I say, if I tell you, like, especially if it's a high stress woman and she's running all the time, she's doing like chronic cardio stuff. And I'll tell her that she needs to stop. And she's just like, oh, like, no, I can't do that. I can't stop. Like, and I'm going to get so fat. And I'm always like, no, no, what if I promise you that if you start doing yoga every day and give up running, you're going to start to lose weight. And they're like, what? Really? I'm like, yes. If your cortisol is crazy high or crazy low, you need to chill out and that's going to make you lose weight more than running will. Wow. So, so what's the norm with the, with the women that you're seeing that are coming to you? Is the norm that the, their cortisol is quite high? it's either too high or it's too low um or it can be at different it's it's maybe the right levels and they have enough being produced not too much not too little but it's coming out at the wrong times of the day so they might have you know naturally in the morning we have a cortisol spike which gets us out of bed so a lot of women might have that opposite where they don't have very much cortisol in the morning but they have it come on at nighttime and then they can't sleep at nighttime and they're wired and they're wondering why they can't sleep at night. So for a lot of people, it's about switching around those clocks, those internal clocks. Um, too high is usually what happens in the beginning when you're, you know, high stress and let's say you deal with stress really well and it goes go, 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 go on this high stress level which makes you feel super just wired, like you can't slow down, you don't want to slow down, you're, you're liking the rush of the go, go, go. Um, maybe you're a person that does chronic cardio because you want to get that energy out. Um, and then what happens after a period of time, that cortisol will start to say, basically your body is, is very smart and it's going to say, okay, this high cortisol it's got to go down like, <laughs> because it's not healthy for the system to stay in that place of fight or flight all the time, which is what, why we produce cortisol. You're, but you're saying to your body that there's threat all the time because you're producing all this cortisol. When you produce a lot of cortisol, you're also producing a lot of blood sugar, right? So what, that's one of the reasons that people will gain weight from high cortisol. And then what will happen is your body will downregulate it because it's going to say, this is, we're, we're burnt out. 
you know, we can't keep pumping this out like this. There's something wrong here. We're going to downregulate. And, the, and then that's when the cortisol will go too low. And that was the state that I was at. So that for some people will feel like wired but tired. So you're exhausted, but yet you still can't seem to slow down or you can't sleep at night, even though you're absolutely exhausted. Once again, the weight around the middle is to protect the adrenals that pump out the cortisol, which sit on top of your kidneys and your back. And just as a protection mechanism as well, um, just it to the body because it's being threatened, it thinks, right? Um, you always have to remember our inside, our body doesn't know that it's 2018. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our bodies are in our brains, yeah. right? It, yeah. We're still primal. We are. And that's why the food works as well as it does because it's playing on those genetics. But it's, you know, you have to always kind of think in that mode is we're built for survival. And, and when there's threat coming, it, your body's going to adjust to that somehow to protect you. So we might be thinking, well, this isn't, we don't want to get fat in order to be protected, but that's what happens. Your thyroid will also um, start to be downregulated. I always tell people you can think of cortisol as like the big steroid hormone walking around, blocking all the receptors so that your thyroid can't even get in to be used. So if someone will have normal levels of cortisol, I mean of thyroid, but they have all the symptoms of hypothyroidism. And that's because their body's not utilizing, not even able to get the thyroid. So that can happen as well. It'll start to steal progesterone. And when we, we have a lot of estrogen right now, and that's probably the second most hormonal dysfunction I see, well, it's estro estrogen dominance, low thyroid, and high cortisol are the three that seem to be the tribes, and they're all very interconnected. Yeah, all yeah. those, they're like the stool, <laughs> and they all like they all balancing on each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> very important to have these little buggers in place in order for your body to lose weight. Mm. It's almost impossible when they're really out of balance, and so you can't just kind of balance. Like you got to balance all of them to get to that state where your metabolism is going to be fired up and and saying, okay, we can let go of the weight now. So does that make sense? Yeah, no, that was a brilliant, that was a brilliant, um, a brilliant description of how it all works. So basically what you're saying is what we've done all of our life with the um, flawed conventional wisdom of reduce your calories and, you know, calories in, calories out. So reduce your calories and exercise more is basically telling our primal body that there is not enough food around and that we're in constant threat and running from danger all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the calorie in, calorie out. <laughs> I even in my group, like I get women still to this day, like every day asking me, oh, you know, Karen, I, I, I'm at a weight loss stall. I've lowered my calories. I've lowered my carbs. What can I do here? And I'm like, how many times do I have to tell you guys? If you keep lowering your calories, your body will just adjust to that new calorie intake. will start to downregulate your metabolism. Nobody believes me when I say this for some reason <laughs> or they don't want to believe me they still want to believe that they can just well, it goes against what we've been told all our lives you know and and, and, and although we've, I know. Done, we've done that we've done that calories in calories out thing all of our life it didn't freaking work you know we, but we still like no but it, I just must need to go to the gym a bit more and I must just need to you know fast yeah. if I fast in the morning then that's an extra 300 calories off my day so maybe that's the thing you know and that's just a disaster isn't it that's just gonna add more it is 
it's, it adds a lot of stress. It yeah. adds stress to the body and women can't take it very well. The, and that's what, when women are switching to the keto diet because it really um, squashes hunger, right? Mm-hmm. It's it just people get less and less hungry because they're being fat burners in the beginning. <clears throat> they feel great. They're losing the weight. Everything's awesome. But as it starts to get less and less, their and their calories start to become less and less because naturally they eat less so they might not even feel hungry but they're fasting i've talked to women i had a woman last week she was fasting every single day until like noon or two o'clock in the afternoon and then would eat you know one or two meals and that was it and she's wondering why she stopped losing weight and i'm like because your body is going to say okay there must not be very much around right because we're built we're still a hunter gatherer <laughs> There must not be a lot of food around because we're only getting 700 calories a day or 800 calories in a day. So we need to slow down the metabolism. We need to preserve the fat that's on our body. So that in case, because obviously there's a famine around and we need to protect ourselves Mm. so we can survive. Mm. Which is then going to have that knock on. Start to go down. And that knock on effect for your fertility as well, because that isn't the most uh, time to reproduce. So then you will stop having your periods or you'll become trouble getting pregnant if you wanted to get pregnant it all just oh, makes absolutely. so much sense yeah. from a primal primal perspective doesn't it so what about it this does one? yeah this one in karen so just like asking for a friend right um it's a reader question really right okay. but, <laughs> but, but, but okay I, helen what's going on <laughs> my friend um so so me right it's really so it's me right so i've done a paleo primal yeah. lifestyle for three years and it's been the best thing ever. Like seriously, wow! Totally transformed my life. I love this way of eating. It's so much more delicious, nutritious. It feels brilliant. So then I did the keto reset, which is probably a bad idea because I've got hypothyroidism. L advised me not to, but I did it anyway um, because I wanted to try it. And um, yes, yeah, so I did the keto reset for twelve weeks and uh, put on two and a half kilos, which is interesting. <laughs> but yeah, but I feel better like so apart from like I don't feel good the fact that my bras don't fit and my knickers roll down over my muffin top and I had to buy some some larger pants to clothes to wear like I don't feel good about that at all but I like I like the low carb um food like it just feels better I just feel like I digest it better and I don't really want to go back to have it like I'm probably under 50 carbs a day now um what shall I do what should I do? <laughs> do you feel like you're eating a lot? Like, are you are you getting the keto high where you feel like you can go for hours and hours without eating and feel totally fine, or are you feeling like you got to eat quite often? I need to have yeah. So I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I'll have like a little snack in the afternoon as well. But I did try to fast. I could fast before when I was primal, but I've tried to fast recently. I just couldn't. I just had complete brain fog. I was like, no, there's not. There's I'm not accessing my fat stores here. This is I've gone backwards in terms of, um, you know, my metabolic flexibility when it comes to that. So yeah, I need to eat, and I don't like. Uh, I've got a nice constant energy. Like I don't get that hangry blood blood sugar spiking. Um, so it's nice and even keel all day. I'm sleeping good, going to the toilet good, positive. But are you, are you having ketones? Like, are you measuring ketones? Yeah, I did. Um, I got. I was checking them a few times. The highest I got was one point eight blood ketones which is all right so there's ketones there but who knows if they're getting used or i don't know yeah 
if it was from external, right? If you ate a bunch of fat or something. Yeah. So, Helen, <laughs> what you need to do, because I get this all the time, and that to me is a sign that you're actually not, you're not, you're not burning your own body fat, mm. right? Especially if you're having to eat quite often, right? A, a sign that you're burning your own body fat is that you can go for a long period of time without eating. So if you're somebody that isn't so, and you said you, you're optimized then on your thyroid? Uh, no, so uh, my thyroid's low. So Elle's been telling me my thyroid's been shit house for about a year. Um, I had a reverse T3 hypothyroidism problem as well, which I sort of managed to fix with a few environmental-ish changes. We used to have a spa that had chlorine in and I was sitting in there four nights a week at 40 degrees. Oh. So like that was, that was a huge, huge change. So I managed to fix that one, I think. But yeah, finally, my naturopath um, has uh, agreed that I do have a low thyroid issue and we're trying to get some into a functional doctor to get some T3. Some straight T3. Okay. Because mm -hmm. that's, you may want to wait till you're optimized on your thyroid before going into ketogenic because it's going to be a little bit too stressful on the system, which is probably why your body's not losing weight. Or what you could try to do first, because you say you feel really good on it, um, <clears throat> is to cycle. Do you do carb ups or do carb cycling at all? I'm pretty, I just kind of go with the flow now. So like some nights, um, you know, like say if we're having some potato chips with what we're eating, like, you know, organic potatoes with coconut oil, and, you know, like not chips out of a packet, right? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. Sometimes if we're having um, those with dinner, like some nights, most nights I'll be like, don't feel like them at all. And then some nights I'll just be like, oh, I just, just want to nose dive into those potatoes. So I'll eat them. So I do, I guess that's carb cycling. Right. Yeah, so you might want to be more purposeful with your carb cycling to see if that helps and do it so that it's um, every three to four nights, you could do a really carb heavy, low fat dinner. And that's the trick to go low fat, high carb. Right? So you would do like chicken or something a little bit lean. I know. But that's the trick of it. But and then and you really shock your system. So you would have like a big sweet potato or yam or potato. You would have um, maybe some fruit after dinner. Um, whatever you can to really up the carbohydrate. It, I find it's easier to do a full day. So if you were to do a full day, you would do like three or four, probably for you about four days keto, and then have a. <coughs> a free-for-all on carbs for an entire day and see how that makes you feel. Because what it's doing is it's signaling to your body, it's signaling to your thyroid that everything's okay, that there's tons of food around and don't, you know, to go ahead and lose the weight basically, right? And, and our thyroid likes carbohydrates, our adrenal system likes carbohydrates. So it's feeding that system. And so it, I have had a ton of women do this and works like a miracle for some of them, like most of them actually, where, when they feel like they're stalled and it's always women with thyroid and adrenal issues mm. and that those carb ups are just, it's just like the magic little formula. So give it yeah. a try. I would I'd love to know how it turns out. Yeah, I reckon I could do that. But to be honest, I'm really stuck in terms of what you would eat in that day. So like maybe 
So you see if you did it on, on a weekend, because that sort of sounds like a more of a fun day to carb up, right? Just go nuts and carb up. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. we could start with some like paleo pancakes with some yogurt with some berries. And then, I don't know, yep. what would you have then? What would you have for lunch? What's got carbs in it? <laughs> I'm stuck. I know, right? It's like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it actually before. I do a 21-day hormone cleanse every year with my group. And I do five days of a really low-carb, paleo, ketogenic-type meal. It's, it's under 50 grams of carbohydrates. And, then, and I the fiber to 30 grams. And then on the weekend, I actually put in beans, I put in quinoa. Um, not everybody can eat those kinds of foods without her. Like I, I actually can't, it would kill me if I ate beans, but I can eat quinoa. Um, so, you know, that's what I would eat. But so if you can handle something like that, you could do to mm. a safer type. Like I would say for you beans because you're still hypothyroid. Um, but something like that. But if you're wanting to stay paleo, yeah. I mean, yogurt, uh, smoothies, you could do um, potatoes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> there's, some, there's some camps. Like, I don't know if you know who Tim Ferriss is. You probably do. But um, his, like, his four-hour um, body book, he's, like, eat high sugar, like, like sweets, like high carbohydrates all day long, one day a week. And the rest, he's a big bean person, but it's a little kind of low carb with beans in it. But his thing is, is like one day a week, you go, you eat the cake, you eat the cookies, you eat, which I can't do that. I would feel mm. horrible, but you know, and then there's Matt Stone. Matt Stone says the same thing. He's like, you keep going lower carb, lower carb, lower carb. You're going to destroy your metabolism. And I've seen it happen. So I believe them to an extent. I don't think we should be going crazy on like the gluten, sugar, trans fats <laughs> once a week. I don't think that's a good idea. But you could certainly use that day to have some gluten-free toast or have, you know, have some coconut ice cream or something or your chocolate or something like that. That would be the day to do it for sure. Wow. That's really, that is really interesting. And I'm going to give that a go, Karen, and I'll, um, it feels almost like really counterintuitive, you know, like, you know, for what we would do. like, oh. Really? Okay. And then you're like, what, what, what would I, I have? Freaks people right out. Yeah. But, but you, I'm, I'll tell you, Helen, I, yeah, what do you have to lose? And that's what I tell people. But I will tell you, I have had women that haven't lost weight for some, some, one of them, I remember a whole year she hadn't lost a pound and she was so strict on, on her ketogenic diet. And I convinced her to do this. And she came back a month later and she had lost 10 pounds. And this, and it happens that group that I put through the 21 day hormone cleanse, all of them lost weight and they were quite a few of them had been stuck, had had weight loss resistance and it was what got their body to finally let go of the weight. I do it very, um, like I'll do it seasonally. I'll do it uh, monthly as well. So, because people will say, well, how do you eat? Like, what do you do? Uh And I am very like month, month cycle wise. So when I get my period, I can do fasting a lot easier. I can go super low carb a lot easier. And so I'll have, I won't have any sweets. I won't, I'll have really low carbohydrate meals for the first two weeks of my cycle. And then naturally your body starts to call out for carbohydrates as the closer you get to your period. 
right? Because yeah. it's what makes serotonin. So I use, you know, I use the first half of the month to stay really strict and clean, squeaky clean. And then for the other half of the month, as I get closer to my period, that's when like, I'll go out and have some ice cream with my kids or I'll have some potato chips or whatever it is. Like if, if we have, I, I just am a little more relaxed with my carbohydrates during that part of the month. So it's really getting in tune mm -hmm. with your body and, and listening to that cycle. And it's also seasonal, you know, right now we should be eating the fruits, the squashes, the potatoes. It's what's in season right now. And then wintertime is more time to be more ketogenic too, right? It's a lot easier. It's when we would have naturally been in a ketogenic state as hunter-gatherers. Mm. It's absolutely fascinating. Wow. Like that's, that's a great first place to start. And I know you've already touched on um, lifestyle changes as well, just to kind of like monitor that cortisol and bring some slower, um, you know, just kind of slowing down into our life, which is really good too. Have you got any other case studies that you want to share with us, Karen, or any other like amazing tips that people are thinking, holy cow, I could go out and, and try that and see how that works for me. Yeah, um, I have a couple. There's uh, One of my favorites is to do a really good liver cleanse. I think that even if you're not a drinker um, and you, you know, you're not abusing your body, cleaning out the liver is always a great kickstart to weight loss. It really helps your metabolism to rev up. It helps to clean out the hormones and it's great for digestion and do a really proper liver cleanse, like phase one, phase two liver cleanse, at least for minimum 30, uh, 21 days. That's one of my favorites. Um, another one is just get your hormones tested you know don't guess because you could have if your cortisol is super high you're going to take something different than if you have a really low cortisol if you have hypothyroid symptoms get the full panel done do not take tsh as being the answer to whether or not you have a thyroid issue my my tsh was always very low and if it's high it means you have hypothyroid or it is indicative of it so when I finally did it, my free T3 was so rock bottom. My doctor actually phoned me and said, how are you even walking around right now? Wow. And this was, a, and I had a very suppressed TSH and she was like, she's a great doctor. So she was like, this is why we need to check all of it. Because in our medical system in Canada, they won't allow doctors to check past just TSH. So the, the, if there's an, a problem, if the TSH is high, then they allow doctors to check the rest of them, but only then which is ridiculous. So pay for it. If you're in Canada or you're in a place where you can't, or your doctor's like, Oh no, your TSH is fine, but you're having problems with your weight. It is a huge growing issue. And I would say one out of, I would say about half my clients have thyroid problems right now. And maybe that's just because I get those, but still it's a lot of them had no idea until I insisted they go get checked. And they all say, Oh, my TSH is fine. Well, it's probably not. If you're having weight loss resistance, there's likely something going on with the thyroid. So to check those out, I think is super important just to have that done and then to address those problems, like whatever there is. If you have estrogen, high estrogen, which across the board, I think all of us do, the liver cleanse and then do an estrogen detox. You know, take things like um, DIM, D, um, I always get this, D-indolmethane and calcium deglucurate, both of those will bind and break down estrogen, excess estrogen in the body and help get rid of it. Some of us don't break down estrogen very well. I'm one of those. So estrogen dominance, 
I mean, like I said, I think all women have that right now. So doing the periodic liver cleanse and then with some estrogen cleansers too is awesome. Sounds great. So you look just the absolute picture of health and the people who are watching this on YouTube are just going to agree like, oh my God, Karen looks amazing. Like you're just so vibrant, oh. <laughs> like nine o'clock at night and you just look amazing. Your skin looks yeah. amazing. Oh, that's good because I just rolled off my couch. <laughs> <laughs> just looks so good. So, you know, you, you've uh, you your story of um, your past. Where's your health at now? How are, how's your, how are you going on your health journey? It's, it's actually really good. This is probably the best I've ever felt in my body. <clears throat> Figuring out that my thyroid was really low was like a game changer for me. Um, I finally could lose weight when I tried. I would actually put the efforts in. My food sensitivities went away. I used to have multiple food sensitivities and I was doing everything right. I had, because I deal with digestive problems, I knew what to do. And it wasn't until I had my thyroid, started thyroid medication that it got better. So, and I literally have no food sensitivities anymore. It's really strange. And it used to be like avocado, chocolate, like all the good stuff I was, I would get rashes from. It was crazy. Yeah. So it's great for all of that. It's great. And yeah, I mean, I sit too much. I sit too much in front of a computer because of my business. So I probably don't exercise enough. So I'll be totally honest with your with the listeners. I may be glowing, but you know I could definitely do a little bit more moving around. I know that for sure. <laughs> but cool. besides that, I'm doing great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you look great too. Now, if people wanted to, to get in touch with Karen Martell and just oh my god, they want to work with you, <clears throat> what's the best way to get in touch with you? And what sort of programs do you offer, or any sort of coaching that you you can offer our listeners? So I do one-on-one coaching calls and I can do those with anybody from anywhere because I do it over Zoom. Um, so if you want one-on-one, I can help um, with, my, with that. And you can find that at karenmartel.com. You can just book online. It's super easy. You'll see it when you get to my website. And then I also have um, a membership group where I offer paleo, ketogenic, autoimmune paleo, and just a basic healthy eating plan. So you get weekly meal plans, and then we do group coaching. We have little mini challenges. That's where I do like the hormone, the 21-day hormone detox as part of it. Right now we're doing a 10-day midsummer detox where it's just like we're trying to get in as much fruits and vegetables as possible in our diet. So it's lots of fresh salads and, and we're just, you know, taking care of our bodies for this 10 days of summer <laughs> just because summer's usually a time that people get off track. So I do offer that. Um, it's very reasonably priced. So that's something for everybody that if they want, if they like meal planning and they want to get that help, we go into all these things that we've talked about today um, with the hormones, you can have hormone testing with, with the group. You can, you get, um, a chance to do hot seat coaching for free with me. Like there's, there's so much support in there and it's great. It's a really great group of women. Yeah. Like it's, I've heard you talk about this um, program before and it sounds amazing because I know that menu planning, it's one of those things that you're just like, Oh, just like that decision fatigue, like not again, I've got to come up with another meal for everyone like yeah. it always comes down to like to me to work it out and then work out a shopping list of what we're going to get so like to have that all taken care of and then you sort of always have that like doubt of whether you're getting it right like are we eating the right balance of things yeah so all of that taken care of when you say karen it's a reasonable price it's a ridiculous price like it's so 
affordable. What is it? Something crazy like twenty US dollars a week. It's twenty. It's yeah. It's it's twenty dollars. Um, well, it's nineteen dollars a month American. So yes, it's. I made it that way so that there was never going to be. You can never say that you couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be for everybody. That was the whole point of the program. Was that a? It never ends. It's a membership. So it's not one of these like 30 day, 21 day, it's continued support in your journey because it's always going to be changing. And, you know, we always have women coming on, okay, I've been keto now for three months and I stopped losing weight. Now what Karen, you know, so it'll be like, just like we did today in our (laughs) talk is I'll just walk them through. Okay, here's what you're going to do. And so it's just so that everybody has an opportunity to get that kind of help with their weight loss that's not what you're seeing out there Mm -hmm. in the media it's a lot different than that (laughs) which I'm proud of yeah I'm proud of you too like I'm like the first time I'd heard weight loss resistance was when I heard you on the podcast with Elle and it was just like oh my god weight loss resistance yes like I've got that and I know like at least another 100 women who've got that too. So it's so nice to have you coming out and saying like this is a thing. It's not your fault. It's, it's, you know, and it can be changed. Super common. Super common. You're not on your own and you can do something about it, which is just hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. May take a little more time, but that's okay. (laughs) We're okay with that. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> well, how long have we been doing the low calorie and chronic cardio for? Like, yes. probably most of us yes. looking like half a, well, quarter of a century of doing that. So, if it's going to take a couple of years yeah. to get all the the entire body um, optimal again and working beautifully, then it's worth the investment of time and effort. It sure. really is. Yeah, it is definitely. All right, before we wrap up, Karen, do you have time and are you willing to share your thoughts on the three great area foods, which are coffee, wine, and chocolate? What are your thoughts on those three (laughs) pillars? Okay. Wine, I would have to say if you're suffering with a lot of hormonal imbalance, I would say no to the wine or at least not very often like if you want to have like a glass of weed or something like that that's fine that's probably you know people are like what a glass that's it <laughs> but it does raise it has been has been proven to raise estrogen by quite a substantial amount even with small amounts of alcohol every week so it's uh i i definitely have seen it be one of the causes of weight loss resistance um but wine is definitely my first choice or tequila. If you have to drink wine or tequila, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> um, coffee, one cup a day, anything past that, it's a detriment. It's been proven that one cup a day is actually beneficial to the brain and to the body. Past that, it's a detriment. And chocolate, if it's dark chocolate, like 75% or higher, it's actually very good for you. It helps to lower cortisol levels mm-hmm. and full of antioxidants. And it's definitely a great go-to when you have to have something sweet awesome awesome well thank you so much karen listeners make sure you get to karenmartel.com and karen i hope we get to hang out heaps more in the future because i think you yes (laughs) thanks helen i think you do too (laughs) awesome (laughs) thanks for being on the show today This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. 
Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.